Oh, so I learned some interesting information. I'm really behind on my podcasts, right? Right. So, uh, this is After Dark, uh, uh, yeah, this is After Dark, episode 155. All right. Longbox Heroes After Dark. Mm-hmm. I have an agenda. You always have, you have an agenda. You're no. one of those podcast justice warriors. <sighs> Good gravy. <laughs> Write that down and remind me a little bit later on during the course of the show. Podcast Justice Warrior? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um... 155. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, so I'm listening to podcasts. And I'll name podcasts that I listen to on here. I have no shame. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening to the Dana Gould uh, Hour podcast, which is much longer than an hour. Uh, But it was his Halloween episode. And Todd, you know who Joni is, right? He's the guy who sang for the Archies. No. no he, that's Ron Dante. He's a di- Actually, the guy who sang for the Archies was a guy who was on Gilbert's podcast a while back. Ron, but wasn't it Ron Dante who did all the music for the Archies? Uh, the singing or the music? Maybe a little bit of both. No, Ron Dante sang. He did all the voices, from what I understand. I bring up, they- I bring up, I bring up Gilbert Gottfried for no reason whatsoever. Well, you get, he was at Chiller this weekend, I heard. <laughs> but anyway, That's go ahead. So, laugh. so Dante, <laughs> not not Ron, the one that you know. Yeah, you are right. Look at you, Ron Dante. Listen, I got a whole thing yeah. that I could tell you stories about that with depressing John, who used to go to the the comic shop. But anyway, you have Ron Dante, or who's your Dante? All right, Joe Dante. Joe Dante. Uh he directed tons of things, most notably Gremlins. Great movie. Okay. So, I knew this, and I don't know if this is, like, popular something or other. hmm But after the success, like, when you're successful in Hollywood, they just bring you everything, right? Right. They're like, do this if right. you want. There's legends of Kevin Smith after Clerks hit big. hmm They came to him... With everything from the SWAT movie, based on the TV show SWAT. Which is now a TV show again. Which is which was a movie, and is now a TV show again. Right. Uh, they came to him with uh, the movie adaptation of Turbo Teen. Oh, with Michael Jackson? With Michael Jackson. Uh, and also they came to him with Beetlejuice Goes to Hawaii. Oh, that's the one he should have done. Which is the ill-fated, yet-to-be-produced Beetlejuice sequel. Where all this comes from is, um, so Dana Gould just happened to have a bunch of people that were involved in the movie business, in different levels of the movie business. Joe Dante, obviously a much bigger name than some of the other people on there. But after Gremlins hit big, they came to him to do Batman. Wow. And this was pre- uh, Tim Burton Batman, and this is also pre Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns being a thing. Wow, wow so, that is a weird area. And he said that it was more of like it was more of a, a James Bondy type script. Mm-hmm. And John Lithgow was attached to play the Joker. He would have been a good Joker. Now, see, this is something that like I never knew. And like you would think like being comic book people, we would have heard every crazy story and every casting rumor and all these sort of things. Like that was a new one on me. And anytime that I can learn something new from that sort of genre of things, I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by it. Do you remember the comic 
magazine back before there was an internet. It was like comic alive. I forget what it was, but it would be like, all right, you'd have the whole comic scene. I think it was. And you would have the whole like book. It'd be like an article with whoever had a project coming up or a legend. And then at the end, it had all the movies that were in the works. Right. It was, it would just be like Spider-Man from Universal attached James Cameron. No actors. You know what I mean? Like, I remember this had I to be bet- whatever year Army of Darkness came out. Right. Uh, opening weekend, we went to go see it at the Viewmont Mall. And there was Ooh. a comic book something at the mall. Remember when, like, we would regularly have a comic book thing at the Wyoming Va- or the the Viewmont Mall? Yes, I remember. I would go in and I would, I, oh, I would, I, that, oh, I would beg my my mother or my father, like, you got to just let, take me up and leave me alone. Just like risk the abduction and drop me <laughs> off. Well, Army of Darkness came out like what ninety one. I was still of the abduction age. That was eighteen for me, Joe. Talk with your supple lips and your luxurious hair. No, uh, it's you'd a, be it's too a, you'd be too much to handle for any windowless vanite or whatever they call them. So it was ninety two. So I would have been Gazinta's like fifteen. I wasn't able to drive yet, right? Fifteen and ninety two. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So we got dropped off at the theater. Mm-hmm. While we waited for our ride to take us up the road to Pizza Hut, we hung out at the mall, and there was the comic book thing there. And they had one of the comic book guys, uh, and listen to this scam. I don't even know how he got them. He was selling all of the scripts for those movies, right? I remember kind of that's that kind of stuff. Right, and there was a bunch of the ones, you know, obviously that were stuff that was made, like it had like the Tim Burton Batman script and this script and that script, but it also had the Peter part, the, the Spider-Man James Cameron Carlico pictures, uh, script script there as well. And he was selling them for 20 bucks a pop in 1992 money. That's a, that's a deal at today's prices, right? That's a deal at today's prices when I could just go search on the dark web, download a PDF, and put it on my phone and read <laughs> a 25-year-old script at my leisure. It's better I, than reading depositions between the WWE's lawyer and Raven, which is what sad, I was doing the other day. Okay, two things. That's sad, sad Scotty Flamingo, right? Yeah. And two, who's PDF? I don't know. Pete, Pete, Peter, PD, PDF? I don't know what you're talking Pete, about. And he has files, oh. PDF files. I don't. Here. What? Gonna, Great stuff, right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, save that for the stand-up routine. Yes, like a do open for Gilbert Gottfried and Chiller, with his very uh, you know tasteful jokes. But private text, I say whatever I want, just so you know. I know, and I screen cap your text. Oh, good. Yeah. So, um, it's going to be a little too late now because obviously they're wrapping up. The sale, but Adam Lash uh, and others were uh, selling replicas of the core T-shirt mm-hmm. uh, based on the Japanese independent promotion Wing, their logo. And I've already bought this shirt three goddamn times, so I bought it again because it's going to a suicide prevention charity. It's going mm-hmm. to a good cause. Uh, words is matching how they make from it, as is uh, brother Ultramantis Black, who's back in. Well, apparently I'm in his good graces. I'm not in words as good graces. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this is all on the heels of this weekend being the 10-year anniversary uh, of words starting to do core, which is essentially just him like writing fan fiction, imaginary wrestling promotion sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he mentions uh, the other day on Twitter uh, that the initial as as of yet or the initial as of yet unwritten ending of core back in 2009 was the promotion had split into two groups core and rube and there was going to be a big show where they'd be reunited but the promotion war had already driven away all the fans so in the final scene the owners larry sweeney who sadly passed away chris hero who is now uh cassius ono in the world wrestling entertainment uh ultramantis black and Leslie Butterscotch would lock themselves in the kitchen with the cash box. Now, there's more, but I'm going to stop right there. Okay. I want you, listener of the show, and person who says all these things about me being words and who words is, I want you to go find that tweet, and I want you to go save it, or pin it, or whatever you do. Because those four names are not mentioned in there for no reason whatsoever. Uh-oh. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So let anyone who casts any doubt uh, as to my status of who I am or who I propose to be, mm-hmm. remember that tweet in specific. Remember the tweets. Right. But not a movie. But anyway, no, it was Remember the Titans. But uh, I thought Core was made in 2003 and it was an Aaron Eckhart vehicle where he had to drill to the center of the earth to restart the molten core. Was that 2003? Yes. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Supernova, which was a similarly plotted film, which was the first movie to be released in the year 2000. Oh, in the year 2000. Right. But yeah, so that's a great movie, and I didn't know words wrote it. Good to know. Mm-hmm. That's all I heard. Really? When you did all that? I just heard that Words wrote an Aaron Eckhart movie. Uh-huh. Because you know how I'm like, I'm literally like the cartoon in, in Homer's head while you're talking about things. We're going to go to the ballet. Mm-hmm. No, wait, what was that one? Uh, that was the little bear in the car. Okay, I'm thinking of the, with the circus music, right? Right. Okay. All right, so I was going to bring up you and your tweets uh, in regards to... Go crazy. Uh, you being accused of someone's being someone's husband? Yes, I was in the shop today, as a matter of fact, as we record this. And um, there was a guy who apparently... You know how there's a, 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 a comely young lady... Who, who hangs out at the shop. Right. Uh, apparently, somebody found out that she liked a TV show Supernatural, and they got a talking, and he came back today, and he came in. And all I could get was from him was, um, let's just say he probably shovel in his trunk. All right. That's all I'm, I'm going to say. But he walks in, and he's and he does the... The, she's, you know, she's standing where I usually sit and, you know, and, and, t- and talking. And he comes in, he goes straight for the toy room. Then he wanders around the, the back issues, you know, with no 
no destination, you know, preset. Obviously, you could tell by the way he was completely randomly walking around the shop and then came right to where she was standing and started talking to her about, you know, something with supernatural. I don't know. Then decided to to like just say, hey, I got a new phone, you know, but I don't know how to really work it. And then I don't I don't know. I got to let me ask you a question young Lee and he proceeds to go through like all the things he's like yeah well see I have this and that and I have my I'm still on my ex-wife's plan and but now I got to put the code in the phone and I'm not really sure how to do it so she answers back she's like oh I understand how phones can be you know confusing and all um I really never do any of that stuff on my own I have my husband do mine you know maybe a little more emphasis on the word husband and he's like, oh, this and that. So now Dave is doing the books um, on the table there, like the subscription books. And he kind of does a quiet, throws his thumb in Dave's direction. And and she goes, no, like, no, like, that's not my husband. And he slowly points at me, like the beginning of the Dukes of Hazard, where's that scene where Uncle Jesse's kind of like, you, like straight to the camera. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 not me, no. And apparently she found that very amusing as the way I just completely denied that I was her husband. So it was interesting. And then he just kind of left after that. So we're thinking we may not be seeing her in the near future. She needs to start wearing a gimmick fake wedding ring. I think she does have one on. It's really, uh, really small. Mm-hmm. But she needs to get like a big one, like boom. But, yeah, she needs to do something. I don't know. So yeah, so that was the thing that I was accused of being her husband, or asked, or something. So was was that story entertaining enough? Yeah, you know, you guys get into the deal about uh, you know her really being your spouse and getting your. Co- getting a share of your comics when you kick the bucket in six to twelve months. <laughs> Faster if she gets to my drink. Right. Oh, so what was this? You were talking about a bender this weekend. Um, it was Matt Mang's uh, surprise birthday party this weekend, and we all went out to Gavin's. I was going to invite you, but I know how much you like to come out of your house. That's true. I don't. So, <laughs> so we went down to Gavin's and we walked in. And me and my, my boy Scott, your buddy Scott, your, your Thunderbolts buddy, your anti Ryan Reynolds buddy. Right. Your, uh, Deadpool Joe Kelly run buddy. West Coast guy. me. What, yeah, it's what he even says. He goes, he says, when you guys first met at the casino all those years ago, you were doing those Seinfeld jokey jokes that you like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went out and it was one of those we, we haven't really gone out in a while and we haven't, when we have, we haven't really drank. We sat down and we're sitting there and I'm talking and I'm like, maybe I'll have a Miller High Life. And the bartender's like, we have those on draft. And I'm like, oh, God, $2 Miller High Life drafts. I'm in trouble. And then he's like, how about a car bomb, Todd? Have you had a car bomb? I'm like, we haven't done car bombs in forever. So we get three car bombs, one for me, one for Scott, one for Matt. And we just did them. And it's one of those, like, I haven't done one in forever, but they went down way too easy like way too easy and we just looked at each other and went it's oh it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad 
and we just started drinking and it was like old times. Well, obviously you made it home safe. Yes, I did make it home safe. And that was after the great Super Nintendo heist of 2017. <laughs> did you say potato heist? No, Super Nintendo heist. Oh, yeah, you got... What am I saying? Uh, I'm... I saw you got them. Mm-hmm. I was going to contact you because all my stooge sheets told me when they would be available. But right. I figure if this many places are saying it's available, I'm sure Todd will be able to get his filthy mitts on one. Right. So basically, because it was Matt's uh, surprise party, I get the call from my inside man. I don't want to give up who my inside oh, man boy. is at a certain retail establishment. And he's like, if you want to, if you want to get down here, we got five of them. He's like, I can't do anything. I can't hold any of them. I can't put one behind. He's like, you just got to get here. So luckily I was nearby. I was at a store nearby and I came running down. I grabbed Maya. And so I called the Josh Rooney and I'm like, Josh, he was looking for one. And I said, they have four left. And he's like, okay. So he's like, I'll be down in 15 minutes. He lives in Taylor. So I'm like, all right. What? He's like, and I basically just picked one up and walked around the store with it, even though I bought mine already. And then I called my friend Scott, who was, who was at the pre-mentioned Scott, the car bomb Scott. And I'm like, Oh, you're coming up here. I'm at Best Buy. I'm going to be a little late. I'm I'm guard. You want me to beep that out? Cause you said you weren't going to say what location it was. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. But they still don't know who the inside man is. I know who you're, uh, I know who I know it's your favorite uh, location to buy, uh, stuff. Best Buy. Patui. So I'm like, oh, I, this and that. I'm, I, he's like, how many do they have left? I'm like, they have three left. He's like, I'll be, I'm like, I can't hold one in each hand. I'm like, you're only allowed to buy one. So as I'm saying, I'm, wa- I'm watching the, the three on the table, two go, and Josh comes in. I just hand it off like a, you know, like a, like a, like a football. And then I grab the third one and I walked around the store for another 20 minutes till Scott got there. And then he bought his. So. It was it was the big like you know it was like a all I needed was some good heist music. It would have to be a long time I'm walking around guy, the like, store with. If a, I had, I could have got you one, but you already you know yeah you'd got yours all the way back in the early days of the Super Nintendo right mini craziness right. And but but because I have the so. Switch, I'm not allowed to play that anymore. Hmm. Because I have the Switch, I'm not allowed to play the any the SNES Mini. Because there's only okay. so many HDMI hookups on my t- on my TV. Well, we got to get one of those uh, one of those what is it called like switchers, HDMI switchers. Oh, are the, is that a thing? Yeah, where well, you put one HDMI thing in the back, and then that goes into three, and you have a little remote that'll switch from one, two to three. Oh, so you can have multiple uh, things in one port. I was not aware of such a thing. I mean, they have ones with remote control. They have cheaper ones that if you have the box where you can reach it, you could just press the buttons. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be like, so that then it'll divert whatever's in, in port one, port two, port three, you know what I mean? To, to the, the one port on the back of your TV. Yeah. You didn't know about those? No, I didn't. I listen. Everything that I used to play on my TV used to just get hooked up through like the, uh, the, the RF, uh, the, the coaxials. Right. Or the, what are they? AV. The AV, AV cables. cables, yeah. Yeah. Well, now all you need is one of those. Yeah. Maybe okay. if you're good for Christmas, you'll get one. All right, so I have two other things. One's going to be quick, and then the other one is going to be a follow-up from the main show, if you listen to the main show already. And does any of those have to do with Podcast Justice Warrior? Uh, Yeah, it does. 
Okay, I just because you told me to remind you. Right. So T- let's play a game, Todd. I'm game for a game. Shall we play a game? Now, uh, in the last one, two, three, four, five days since it came out on the old Netflix on Friday, how many episodes of Stranger Things have I watched? Three. Todd, you win the prize. I watched three. Do I three. really? Yes. I know you. I know how, what you can do and what you have time for. Right. Now, let's play a little game. How many episodes of uh, that show have I watched? Uh, ooh. Um, I'm guessing you probably watched the whole thing. I have not watched an episode yet. Oh, my goodness. What's going on with you? Well, I, I got really drunk on Saturday. Okay. So it came out on Friday. Right. Out on Friday, I didn't get to watch it. So uh, Saturday, I, I went out for the birthday party. I was too busy heisting Super Nintendos. And then Sunday, I was under the weather for some reason. <laughs> so I didn't feel like watching a show that would be like, highly involved. Yeah. And then I ended up having to watch... Uh... Oh, and I also got the ability to, through technical wizardry, to watch football at my house instead of going out. So I watched the Raiders game, and then... I watched like Walking Dead and I was, I just, I went to sleep early. So, right. And if I didn't have to watch, if I wasn't sick, um, I'm doing okay now. I haven't schnotted too much while we've been talking, which is very surprising. Um, being sick, having to watch Flash, Legend of Tomorrow, Walking Dead. Um, and I'm super behind on podcasts. It's, it's tearing me apart. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stranger Things, first three episodes are really good. Um, I, I, I have learned myself to be able to avoid spoilers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, some stuff does trickle in, like, I guess I just learned that there's 17 episodes. Is there 17 episodes of Stranger Things? I think so. Let me double check. Oh my god, I didn't know that. I I do know that the show is really just 80s nostalgia, so that's all it is. Mm, To some people. But that's it, that's all. So, I don't know. I thought it was... What was the last one? Like, 10, 12? I think the last one was 12. I don't, 17 might be too many. And I hope now, there's see, justice somebody said for 17, but it looks like it's only 9. 9? Yeah, 9. I think what this was was people were maybe combining the two or binge-watching the whole thing. That might be it. That sounds like how you get 17. Yeah. Nine. another number that comes to 17. What? No, I was going to say, and this is a thing now that if it's only nine episodes, uh, I might be able to get this thing cranked out by the time uh, we record again. Right. But Thor is coming out this weekend, so that takes precedence overall. That's right. Guy with the big hammer. It's fake summer because Thor comes out this weekend. Uh, Justice League comes out two weeks after that. And I think Star Wars comes out, what, three weeks after that? That's a big... That is New Summer. Yeah, it's New Summer. Just like summer starts in May, it also bleeds into November. Well, summer starts in February now. <laughs> once that once that $600 million Rhino Reynolds Deadpool movie hit, summer starts in March because they were throwing out... what Wasn't Cap in March at one point? No. Um, they moved the Fast and the Furious movie up to like late March. No, there was a there was a Marvel movie in March. Um, I don't think so. 
I think there was last year, last time. Wasn't there? I don't know. There no, was definitely. They, they stick to May. They stick to May, July, November. They they do, but maybe it was something. I don't know. There was stuff in March. Uh, the last Wonder couple Woman of came years. out in March. There you go. Was it Wonder Woman a summer movie? Yeah. Then there you go. Right. Maybe I was wrong on the company, but March is now the new summer. Right. And then, then with Ryan Reynolds' mega hit Deadpool on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, that's starting to change things because that used to be the crap of the, you know, whatever. Well, and now they're just pushing stuff back. Well, January is fuck you, it's January. I thought January was fuck you, it's January, unless it's an Oscar, not an Oscar push. No, because Oscar push really happens in December. Like the last three weeks of December is when they put all that Oscary bait stuff out, and since we right. live in a podunk town, a lot of it dribbles into us. Like it's in its seventh week of actual release, but we're now just getting it around here on one <sighs> screen, so it can be on enough screens by a certain date to meet Oscar eligibility. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Like you know, in New York and California, and then three weeks later in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I had a coworker once that was named Oscar Push. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the other thing that I want to mention, you, you talked about podcast justice warriors, and mm-hmm. I mentioned this on the main show this past week. But as I as I learned this week, Todd, mm-hmm. apparently something happened. If you get your podcast through iTunes, that iTunes did something that makes you have to go back and resubscribe to all of your podcasts. Is have anything to do with the reviews that help you go up the algorithm? Well, I don't. Okay. Well, that's where this comes from. Um, so, first of all, this is like six of one, half a dozen the other, because if iTunes unsubscribed to the show from you, then you're not hearing me say this, so why am I even mentioning this? Well, you got to get the word out. People can be like, hey, if you get if, on the Twitters and the Facebooks and the red edits. And this is why I fucking hate iTunes. All these other podcatchers all suck ass. Um, Stitcher, <laughs> Pocket Casts, iTunes is the fucking worst. Unbelievable, just dog shit. I can't believe anyone would still use after this. Listen, I can't believe people still use iTunes after they ran that gimmick where it's like, oh, everyone just now has this i this uh, YouTube al this YouTube album, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck that too. Come on. Can I can I ask you a question, Joe? Yeah, go ahead. Could you tell us how you really feel? Ugh, garbage. So, in doing this, right, I, I wanted to see if this was true. And lo and behold, Todd, it is true. That all the podcasts that I had subscribed to through iTunes, which weren't very many, but I did only because it's like, ah, oh, you know, it's a friend of mine's podcast, I'll help him out, I'll do this, I'll do that, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So all of that shit was unsubscribed. So I had to go and resubscribe to a whole bunch of other stuff, which really sucked having to do all that again. So it's going to lead people to just be like, screw it, I'm not going to do it. And then I see other people talking that um, there's podcasters that they pay for so they can get all their podcasts. Screw that. Longboxheroes.com slash feed. And that is going to be a direct link Every time either of the podcasts come out, you don't mm-hmm. need a podcatcher, you don't need whatever it is, iTunes, none of that bullshit. All you need is a computer with a browser, and you're good to go. 
I'd sing All You Need Is Love, but we'd get sued. So in doing this, I was going and checking out some of the other podcasts that I listen to. Uh, Ones that I subscribe to or don't subscribe to. And, Todd, if you think there is a liberal agenda in the United States, do yourself a favor and Mm -hmm. read the comment section on a popular podcast. Okay. It is just liberal agenda. I don't want to listen to you podcast about mad about you. Why does every episode have to bring up Trump? You're ruining my love of the show. You're a snowflake, this, that, the other thing. There are people who have like a podcast based around a random popular culture topic, whether it be sitcoms or music, video games or what have you. And they have more written negative reviews in the last calendar year than we have reviews total. Wow. If you are bored and you don't want to read the Jerry McDevitt Raven, a.k.a. Sad Scotty Flamingo, nine-page deposition, like I did, (laughs) do yourself a favor and just go find whatever the popular podcast is. Like, I'm sure you as a listener of the show listen to more than one podcast. Whatever is like the biggest one, quote-unquote. You know, you listen to Adam Carolla, you listen to Joe Rogan, you listen to whatever the big podcast is, go to the comment section. Jay Moore. Oh, well, Todd, are you sitting down? What? You want to talk? Oh. See, you're <laughs> scratching my itch. This is going to be the full regular show, right? Right. Oh. So not only does Jay Moore have one <laughs> podcast, Todd. Right. He has two podcasts. And I think he has a Fox Sports show. Okay. So, he has one that's called More Stories. It's like War Stories, but More Stories, Uh and you're telling more stories. Wow. Right. Works on so many levels. Jay Moore is a genius. And he now has another podcast specifically about the Lakers. Uh. It's called America's Lakers Podcast with Jay Moore. Good for him. Yeah, great for him, because nothing's more boring than basketball, and nothing's more horrible than hearing an unfunny, shitty, impressionist comedian, whatever the hell he is, talk about a sport that I don't give a shit about. Again, comics does cast a bit of a wide net, but, like, having a podcast specifically about just one team, granted, it's probably the most popular team, but one team in the NBA is about casting as small as a net as you possibly can. What if it's a MacGyver TV show? That's a much larger net. Okay. But here's my thing. I call bullshit on that, on that attitude. I think your attitude is just, and, and it is, it is, you know, jaded by your hatred of Jay Moore, genius impressionist, and jaded by your, 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 you know, your dislike of basketball. I hate basketball. I really do. But, like what? What is one podcast about a specific team any more invalid than the shit that's out there in podcasts? Because I have to hear the commercials for it during the podcast that I listen to. Oh, oh, oh no! Too bad. Other podcasts have sponsors. Oh, <gasps> oh now, you know what? Let me ask you a question. If we were getting a fucking ton of money tomorrow, would you have Jay Moore's shitty little uh, Lakers podcast all through our shows? Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. We had the cake. 
Uh, we had what? Uh, a handy holder. Handy holder, which we never got. No. We uh, did get kicked, though. We had the transporter. We got the transporter, right. So we did have some. And again, you know, those were good sponsors and so forth. But they're part of a different network. And I have no problem mentioning the other shows that are in our little network of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as another one, right? Rich, uh, do you know who Rich Eisen is? Yeah, he's the guy from the NFL network. And okay. he does other... I know. I don't know what else he does, but I know he's... He's from the NFL Network. Okay. He probably has a sports show, too, on Fox or ESPN or something. Okay. So, do you know who Susie Schuster is? Um, Not off the top of my head. She is also a sportscaster and Rich Eisen's wife. Oh, no. They have a podcast together. And the read for their commercial is maybe one of the most uncomfortable things I have ever heard in my entire life. And I will take it a thousand times during our show. Douche chills. Douche chills. This is from uh. the guy This is from the guy who did a podcast that talked about his kids. Like the, yeah. the like the narrowest possible like I I don't know. There I are think parenting there are parenting podcasts out there that mm-hmm. does cast a wide net. There's a whole league of parent blogs and dad blogs and mommy blogs and they all have their podcasts and they're all sorts of things so it was yes it was a niche market but it was a very large niche market that we were attempting to cater to you wouldn't say there's millions of lakers fans (sighs) like tomorrow like honestly with all this like all this talk if there was a podcast about the like i don't want to say like the history of the raiders but like stories behind like interesting stories and and raiders like what that technically be like a niche okay. the same way uh basketball is but it would be something i'd listen to i'm trying to think now again this is similar but not raider history of the raiders podcast hosted by david lynch are you listening okay Things got now. quiet there for a second. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I know he's big is into it... TM. I know he's big into uh, silver and black. I know he's big into coffee and upsetting I, things. I would listen to it mm-hmm. with an open mind. Oh, and okay. if it was terrible, I would leave. I would walk away. Right. And so now have you never ever say anything you, untoward have... or subtweeted online about anything? Right. No, I would. Have you ever listened to Jay Moore's uh, Lakers podcast? You couldn't pay me to listen to it. Then fuck you. You don't get an opinion. I get an opinion. You don't I... get an opinion. I can you get don't, an opinion because you don't because know if he's hear... being Jay Moore. That might be the love of his. That might be the most technical podcast he's ever done with no impersonations whatsoever. You don't know. Do you know? I ain't, I ain't biting you that know? bullet, Todd. I ain't taking that step. You, oh, is this Mr. I Know an Oven's Hot? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I can tell. Oh, man. About 50% tweaking you, 50% actual meaning of the things I say. Right. But I'm just saying. This, no, uh, I know you're just saying. It, it, there are podcasts that I pay for that don't have commercials in them. Mm-hmm. But I get, like, bonus stuff for them. If there was... There is something that I could. But then they still bombard you with the commercials in them as well. Uh, Like, service that does a bunch of these other podcasts. You could pay for their app, right? Right. Where you could listen to all the shows, which is a lot of podcasts. 
but you have to listen to it through their app. So I can't do it on my MP3 player. And with their app, from what I understand, I haven't done it myself because I haven't gotten a chance to do it. Um, but with their app, there's commercials for other shows still in that app. So, and you can't fast forward past them? Not with the app. You okay. can click a thing that like skips ahead like 10 seconds. Gotcha. Here's my thing. Right. Tomorrow, if David Lynch wanted to come on this show All tomorrow right. yes. and push Twin Peaks and paid me for it, I would say I love Twitties. Like, you're come on, you're come a on, whore. David Lynch. I'm a... Uh, no, wait a minute. I'm uh, I, I'm an upper-class call person. Okay. Because I, it's not going to be just eight bucks. D- David Lynch has got to drop some coinage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm fine with it. Fine with it. All right. You calm down now, Joe? I think this is the hottest this show's been in a while. Yeah. I like it. Right. I think this is what's going to sell. I think right here is what's going to get us sponsors for Jay Moore and David Lynch. On the Raiders podcast. (laughs) How about a Jay Moore, David Lynch, Raiders slash whatever you love podcast? Wrestling. Wrestling. A Jay Moore, David Lynch, Doctor Who wrestling podcast. Oh, they do Gallifrey Birds where David Lynch has to watch an episode of Doctor Who and Jay Moore has to watch (laughs) wrestling. That would be fantastic. Uh, I would let them buy the rights to that. Buy the rights to it? (laughs) Yeah. Buy the rights to Gallifrey Birds. And they call it Birds of Gallifrey. Oh, that would be fantastic. (laughs) Because it's a play on Birds of Prey and Birds of Prey is a comic book, right? That's right, or we could be, I still say they could call it Degeneration Extermination. Exterminate. No. Either way, whatever. They'll, we'll, we'll discuss. Their people can contact our people. Alright, I should have recorded all this, right? Yeah, did you hit play? Record <laughs> no, yet? it's been recording. Good. Alright, are we done here? Cause I'm all fired up. Alright, good. What uh, was that, like a 10 hour podcast? <laughs> it's the, it's the longest, longest 